Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years' experience in the fitness industry and 17 years' service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Before we crack into it, um, go check out 3-0 Coffees. Uh, I talk about them every week on the podcast. They're amazing. They're amazing bunch of guys are doing great things. Their coffee's incredible. Their merchandise is incredible. Um, they're helping out. They they are first responders themselves and they are helping out first responders with um, donating towards mental health programs. So go check them out. They're an amazing crew. They've got an amazing product and they're doing some really, really good things. Uh, secondly, check out Code One Careers and book your free interview and psych prep consult appointment. Uh, Nick is the owner there. Um, he's a first responder himself. Go check him out. We've had a few people go through his program. They've said nothing but good things about him. I spoke to him myself. He's a good lad. He knows what he's talking about with helping people with the interview and the psych prep. So book in your free consult with them. Um, the link will be in the show notes below. Uh, thirdly, check out our free membership site, The Armory. It used to be $147, um, but I made it free. I basically I want to help out as many people as possible. I don't want finance to be a barrier for anyone. Um, so go check that out. We still have our paid program. So we've got the Armory app, which you can access to that. You get access to a coach, all the normal app features you'd expect, results tracking, etc. That's from $4 per week. And also our one-to-one coaching is from $30 per week. So the one-to-one coaching, you get a bit more, a bit, uh, some more check-ins from your coach, uh, weekly, weekly accountability check-ins or fortnightly accountability check-ins, whatever you need, nutrition coaching, etc. So that's in the one-to-one program. So application forms and all those kind of links will be in the show notes below. All right, so questions I cover this week. So first one's just from Nicholas. Um, any news on the standards in regards to neurodiverse applicants, um, autism, ADHD, etc.? Um, no, nothing yet. Uh, this is just across the board. This is this was a specific question in one of our groups, but I'm just going to answer it as across the board um, to help everyone out. Look for recruiting. You know, as as these known conditions as they develop and there's more awareness about them and understanding. Um, you know, the police are constantly there. You know, the health, the health programs they run to get in, they're constantly looking at all these things, um, deciding, you know, what what can be allowed within the force, what can't be allowed within the force. So um, although I haven't heard anything recently, um, this is something they're constantly looking at as more evidence, et cetera, comes through. I was actually having a conversation with someone the other day and we were talking about um, whether, you know, there's more there's more kids or people with conditions now than there were back in the day. Um, people would argue yes, but I just think, I just think we're more aware of it now. So there might be, but I think the number would be very slight, maybe just more so population increase, but I think it's more so we understand, you know, autism and ADHD better, um, you know, rather than just smacking kids, <laughs> you know, thinking they're a naughty kid. We understand now they learn differently. Um, 
so yeah, just a little sidetrack then. It's just something to think about. I don't, I, I, I don't think there's any, any more um, than what there was. I just think we're more aware of it now. Um, you know, we can identify it earlier. Uh, so that's my TED Talk. <laughs> so what I'm going to cover in this week, the main part of the podcast, is five tips to increase your beep test scores without increasing your cardiovascular fitness. Now, this kind of comes off the back of, I was having a chat with a client of ours. Um, I gave him two tips to focus on when he was running the beep test, which I'll talk about in here. And basically in a one week period, he went from a level 6.1 to a level 8.1 in the beep test. So he didn't increase it by two shuttles, he increased it by two whole levels. And I've had many applicants do this before. Many of our clients have done this um, just with a few tips, a bit of help. Basically, what they what they'll do is generally they'll send me through a video of their beat test. Um, what I'm focusing on is those last three levels, so the last three minutes of running. Um, and then I can break it down for them and, and work out what they need to focus on with their technique and how to improve their beat test scores. So I'm going to give you the five main ones that we talk about with clients. Um, so these aren't cardiovascular training related, okay? They're technique and mindset related. So number one, right, break down the beep test and understand what you need to achieve. So the way you do this is you can jump on Google and just type in uh, beep test summary and there will there'll be some spreadsheets or tables you can see. So basically when you look at that and you break it down to achieve a level seven, it's only 7.22 minutes of running. It's 1220 meters, 61 20 meter shuttles. So when you look at that, you think 7.22 minutes. All right, I can, I know I can struggle and push for seven, 7.22 minutes. Okay, some people overthink how big it is. When you look at it, you go, okay, it's 7.22 minutes of hard work. But even then, when you think about it, you break it down a bit further and those first two to three levels are warming up. So now you have four minutes of hard work to do. So that's the first one. Break down the beep test and understand what you need to achieve. All right, second one. Break down, so the first two are mindset ones. So number two, break down the levels. Right, so each level is 60 seconds. So do not start the beep or do not start the level and think, oh, I have to get to level eight. Every time the level changes, just think one more minute. Focus on that minute, focus on the level change, and then do it again. So me, I know any day of the week, regardless of how I'm feeling, I can get to level 9.6. I don't start on level one one and thinking, fuck, I've got another nine levels to go. All I do is I focus on level one. I just keep running, focus on the beeps, focus on my speed. Right, it's all I'm thinking about is level one. I'm not thinking about level seven, eight, nine, ten. Right, I'm just thinking about level one. As soon as that changes, start level two. All right, all I'm thinking about is level two. I'm just focusing. Okay, I've got some shuttles to go. I've got the graph here. I'll just get it up. Right, so I think about it and I go, okay, level two, and I've got eight shuttles to go. Right, get to level three. Okay, level three. There's eight shuttles to go. Right, I don't think about the shuttles too much. All right, all I think about is the time. So 60 seconds. So level one's a minute and three. Uh, level two is a minute and four seconds. Then level three is a minute and one second. So 60 seconds, basically. That's all you need to know. All right, so even though I know I'm going to get to level nine, six, 
right? At level one, I'm thinking about level one. At level two, I'm thinking about level two, right? For me, it starts to get hard at level seven, right? I know, right, level seven, right, I'm fucking starting to push now. Just got one more minute, right? Level eight, one more minute. Level nine, one more minute. Level 10, one more minute, okay? All I'm thinking about is that one more minute. Get to that minute, all right, and then fucking start again. Clean slate, all right, go again. So all you're thinking about each time is just a 60-second interval. All right, three. Speed on the earlier shuttles, all right? So they need to be slow. Every single person that sends me through a video of their beat test, they're way too quick on the earlier on the earlier levels. So the beep test has a built-in warm-up. So if you are getting to the beep too quick or to the line too much before the beep, all right, say you're on level one, you might realistically be running at a level three speed instead of a level one. So you're pre-fatiguing yourself. So once you get to levels three and four, you just spent the last three levels running at a level three speed. Okay, so you're going to pre-fatigue yourself. All right, you're already going to be gassed. If this is something you struggle with, all right, then what you need to do is for your main cardio session, so your, you know, if you're training with us, your short interval sessions, your long interval sessions, or your zone two cardio sessions, before these sessions in your warm up, what you should be doing is just do level one to three in the beep test twice through. There's gonna be a six minute warm up, right? So you're just doing levels one to three. Okay, and what you reason why you're doing that is so you can focus on the speed and get that speed right. Okay, I've done the I've done the beep test enough times that I know how fast I need to run at level one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to level nine. Right, how fast I need to run so I'm getting there just before the beep. Right, not on the beep, not after the beep, just before the beep, so I know I'm safe. Okay, if you are getting there too early, right, you need to practice it. You need to run it. I've run the beep test. Fuck hundreds of times. I couldn't even tell you how many times I've run it. Right. So if you're getting there too quick, all right, it's just because you haven't run the beep test enough. Okay. You're not focusing enough on going slow on those early levels. All right. So make sure that those levels one to three, okay, you're getting there pretty much every level. Okay. You want to be getting there just before the beep. Okay. Not on it, not after it, just before it. All right. Number four. Right, so number four and five are the exact tips I gave this client that went from a 6.1 to an 8.1 in two in one week. All right, so tip number four, when you get to the harder levels, your takeoff is not hard enough. Okay, so what I mean by that is you need to make sure that when you turn and go, your first three steps are powerful and you're getting up to the speed. As opposed to step three, okay, that speed on the earlier shuttles needs to be slow. <clears throat> okay, they need to be slow to make sure that you're not going too quick. All right, once it starts to get harder and you're starting to push, right, your push needs to be hard. Those first three steps need to be powerful to get you up to the speed required for that level. And for example, right, so the speed for level seven is 11.5 kilometers an hour. Now, obviously, you need to take into consideration your takeoff and slow down. So although on graphs, you'll see for level seven, the speed required is 11.5 kilometers an hour. 
that's the constant speed. That's not the maximum speed you're going to require. So if you take off hard, so your maximum speed required is going to be in direct correlation to how hard you take off. Okay, so if you take off hard, those first three steps, right, you might have to reach a maximum speed of, say, 12.5 kilometers an hour, depending on how hard you take off. Right, if you take off slow, then over the next six steps, you gradually get up to the speed you are required to pass that shuttle, right? You're going to have to get up to a much higher speed, say 13.5 to 14.5 kilometers, for example, kilometers per hour. All right, so I just want to repeat that, okay? So just because this, I just want this to land and make it make sense. All right, so level seven, the required speed, all right, is 11.5 kilometers an hour. So that's, that's um, that doesn't include takeoff, slow down, turning, all that kind of stuff, all right? That's just the speed at what's required to pass level seven, okay? So in level seven, you cover a distance of, 200 meters okay so if you run at 11.5 kilometers an hour level seven goes for i think it is one second uh, level seven goes for 62 seconds all right it is exactly 200 meters long so if you run at 11.5 speed you will travel 200 meters right in 62 seconds that's how they figure that out but obviously you got to take into account your take off and your slow down okay so if you're taking off hard then you might only need to get to 12.5 kilometers an hour the maximum speed to pass that shuttle right if you take off slow all right then the speed you need to get to to pass that shuttle is going to be a lot higher okay so now think about that on the other side when you're slowing down it's much harder and it takes a lot more energy to slow down from 14.5 kilometers an hour as it does from 12.5 kilometers an hour. Okay, so the benefit of taking off hard and fast for those first three steps to get up to the speed required, okay, is gonna also benefit you at the start as you're going through, because you're not gonna have to reach as high a speed for that shuttle, okay, and then on the back end of it, it's gonna help you because you're not slowing down from as high a speed. I think I've explained that well enough, okay? Because that's a really, really important point. And once you can wrap your head around that, you understand how important those first three steps are and you understand how important the next thing I'm going to talk about is. Okay, so step five, body position on the turn. So what I want you to do is think of when you start a race, okay? this And this goes back to point four, which I just spoke about, making sure you're pushing off hard. All right, those first three steps are powerful steps. So when you start a race, right, your toes are facing forward. Your chest and knees are facing forward, right? Everything is facing in the direction you want to go. The direction you want to produce the most amount of power. So when you're conducting your turns at each end, this is the position you want to end in before you take off. You don't want your toes and chest facing the sidelines like gonna fucking take off like a crab or some shit, all right? You wanna be facing in the direction you're gonna go. Now, up until it gets hard, right, you should be alternating which leg you pivot and take off on so you're not fatiguing one side. So for me, right, it gets hard at level seven or I start to push at level seven. So up until level seven, 
I'm pivoting on the left, I'm pivoting on the right, I'm pivoting on the left, so I'm taking in turns, right? Once I get to level seven, all right, I'm just pivoting on the one, one side, okay? Making sure that I'm in the most powerful position I can be when I take off, right? Don't do that from the start because if you do it from the start, you're just pivoting on one side, you're gonna fatigue that one side. All right. Yep, sorry. <laughs> yep, so when it gets hard, stick to your strong side. So when you get to the end of the shuttle, Think of this, right? If you're someone who takes off with their right foot forward, so imagine you're starting a race at school, right? Which foot do you put forward? If it's the right foot, right? As you are approaching the line, you wanna make sure you plant your right foot on the ground. As your left foot is coming through to step over the line, right? You're pivoting on the ball of your right foot all the way around. So you turn your whole body all the way around so that when your left foot hits the ground, all right, you're pivoting. So both your feet, both your left and right feet are facing the other line, all right? The line you're about to run to. So the opposite line you just came from, right? If both your feet are facing the line, you're, sorry, if both, sorry, I just lost myself there. So if both your feet are facing the line, okay, this, this is gonna mean both your feet are facing the line and then your chest has to be facing the line as well. Okay, because you don't have your, you're not gonna have your feet facing in one direction and your chest in the other. Right, so your feet are gonna be facing the right direction. Your chest is gonna be facing the right direction and you're back into that takeoff position, ready to take your hard three steps, right, from point four to get you up to your, your optimum speed, right, for that level, which is hopefully slower than it needs to be, right? You're not gonna take off slow and get a maximum high speed Right, so I'm just going to run through those again. So tip or point one and two, they're more of a mindset thing. So break down the beat test overall. So to achieve a level seven, that's 7.22 minutes of running. It's 1,220 meters total. Okay, don't overthink how big it is. Break down the level. So each level is 60 seconds. So at the start of each level, just think, fuck, 60 more seconds, let's go. Next level, 60 more seconds, let's go. Don't think about the whole thing. Just focus on each level, 60 seconds, and get after it. All right, step three, starting to talk about technique now. All right, speed on the earlier shuttles, they need to be slow. Don't pre-fatigue yourself. If it's something you struggle with, right, do levels one, two, to three in the beat test, twice through as a warm-up for your cardio days. All right, point number four, when you get to the harder levels, take off hard. Your first three steps need to be powerful. Remember, if you take off, those first three steps are powerful, then the maximum speed you need for that level is going to be lower, okay? Which is now gonna make it easier to slow down on the other end and turn. If you take off too slow, the maximum speed for that shuttle is gonna be required to be much higher, which is then on the other side, right, is gonna be a lot harder to slow down as well. And point five, body position on the turn. Make sure that you're turning and pivoting all the way around so that when you're taking off again, your toes and your chest are all pointing towards the direction you want to go. So apply these five principles. I would love to get some feedback from you. I'd love for you to let me know what you were scoring, right? You listened to this amazing podcast. You applied those five principles, okay? And then let me know the very next beat test you do, what you score. Because as I said, we had a client go from 6.1 to 8.1 in one week. So his cardio fitness did not increase in that one week, 
right? It was just the technique. I just spoke about tips four and five with him. So the speed on takeoff and also body position on the turn. And just by applying those two points, four and five, right, he was able to increase two whole levels in one week. So I'd love to hear your results on this. So do your beep test or let me know what your previous beep test was. Listen to this podcast. Do the beep test again not, not too long after, right, and let me know exactly what your score. I'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.